Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. With the speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty Hyo Silver, the Lone Ranger. Indian companion Toto, the daring and resourceful masked rider of the plains, led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. Nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Let's go, big fellow. Lou Pickens was a shrewd man. Besides owning the bank in Eagle Pass, he had invested in several other enterprises that added to his wealth and gave him influence in the town. At the close of the Civil War, the ranchers in southwest Texas, as well as others throughout the state, had large holdings and large herds, but no market and no cash. Lou Pickens took mortgage after mortgage on the ranches during the war. Late in the summer of 1867, he met with the ranchers to discuss payment. Our men, I've carried all of you through the hard times by, by letting you have cash. Now you have to figure some way to pay off on those mortgages that are long past due. Lou, you know we got more cattle than we can take care of, all of us. We can't get cash to feed our cowpokes, much less pay him. How do you expect us to pay any cash to you? Here's Lizzie Jenkins. About time you got here, Liz. Hold everything, boys. I got news. Glad you got here, Liz. I was just telling everybody I can't wait any longer. 
Since you have one of the big spreads, and what's more, borrowed a lot of cash for Just me... hold your horses, Lou Pickens. I admit you got the right to foreclose on our holdings, but if you wait a while longer... Now, now listen, I... listen to me. I'm willing to do all I can to help you. And if waiting would do it, I'd wait a bit longer. But is it... You heard what he said, boys. All right, Lou, I say wait. Give us a couple of more months, and by thunder, we'll likely be able to pay off every doggone cent we owe you. Liz must have a plan or something. Wonder what she's leading up to. Now, quiet down and listen. I told you I had news. What's the news you're talking about, Liz? Just this. I just found out an hombre named Chisholm who had what it takes to do something about the sorry situation down this way, started out from San Antonio with a great big herd, and he headed north. Uh, there's no market for cattle up that way. He must be local. Now stop yapping, will you, and let me finish what I got to say. Now go on, Liz. We're all listening. What I'm trying to tell you is that Chisholm made good. He made good? He drove that big herd all the way to Abilene, Kansas, where a railroad has come into he got top prices for them cattle per head. Now, wait, wait just a minute now. What's that got to do with this situation, Lizzie Jenkins? Just this. If that hombre Chisholm can do a thing like that, why, so can we. We can pool our cattle and follow the Chisholm trail. You, all we're asking is the chance. Now, what do you say? Well, I... I'll tell you what. I'll give you exactly two more months to the day. Not a minute longer. How about it, boys? You willing to try? Then it's a deal. Get to your ranches and have your cowpokes round up the cattle. We'll combine them into one great big herd and set out for Abilene along that trail left by Chisholm. The following morning, Lou Pickens was talking to two of his men in his office at the bank. Jake, day after tomorrow, Liz Jenkins is leading the drive from Eagle Pass over to the Chisholm Trail, which starts at San Antonio. All the ranchers are rounding up their cattle to join her. How come you agreed to let them start on that drive, Lou? We thought you wanted to get their land by foreclosing those mortgages. Oh, if I foreclosed without giving a chance to make good, they'd be in a nasty mood. Now tell them what might happen. Even though the law would be on my side. Oh, yeah, those ranches and the ranch hands would really raise a rumpus. Yeah, that's exactly it, Tex. Now, I figure to give them more time, let them start that drive. Well, if Chisholm made it, maybe they will too, Lou. Mm, I know. But we're going to see that they don't make it. Savvy? Well, how are we going to stop them? Look, Tex, lots of things can happen between here and there, and it's up to you and Jake to see that they do happen. Oh, but they'll take a lot of men on a big drive like that. Sure, I know that. But you can take a few men along with Breed. He can rouse up some Indians he knows up in the Indian Territory if they get that far. Well, that's all right as far as it goes, Lou. But suppose they do happen to get through, in spite of what we try to do. Well, then see that Liz Jenkins doesn't get back here with the cash they might get for the cattle. Huh? Now, hold on. Liz Jenkins is plenty smart, Lou. After something happens the first time, she'll be on guard. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I'll tell you what. You and Jake go along with the drive. I'll arrange it for you. I'll follow with Breed and a few men. You two can be sort of spies in camp, you might say. You can take turns sneaking out of camp each night and telling us what plans they have for the drive the following day. Yeah, that ought to work. All right, Lou. You fix it up for Tex and me to go with them. Well, that'll be easy. I'll just tell Liz I want a couple of my men along to make sure the drive is going to succeed. <laughs> you just leave it to me. The two of you go get ready to join the drive. 
I'll fix it up with Liz and the others. Several days later, the Lone Ranger and Tonto came to a stop on a plateau overlooking the plains between Eagle Pass and San Antonio. Oh, Silver, oh, oh, Tonto, look there below. Thousands of steers. Ah. Me not savvy where them drive big herd like that. I know, Tonto. A man named Chisholm cut a trail from San Antonio all the way to Abilene, Kansas, and sold a big herd of cattle for shipment by railroad to the east. The ranches in the southwest have had great setbacks because of the war between the states. They must find a market for their cattle or give up and leave the west. Oh, that be not good. This is their last chance, Tonto. If they fail to get that herd to Abilene, it means disaster for all of them. We must help them get that herd through. That's right. Chisholm showed the way. If these men get through, others will follow. We'll save the cattlemen of the southwest. It's a long way to Abilene, Kimasabi. Yes, I know. Many dangers lie between here and there. But we're going to follow along, Toto, and if possible, prevent any trouble. Montilla! Moscow! The drive from Eagle Pass through San Antonio was uneventful. Liz Jenkins, Hank Collins, and Jed Davis owned the larger share of the herd, and all of the ranchers had decided to let Liz give the orders. Lou Pickens had persuaded her to take Jake and Tex along as his representatives. And each evening when they stopped for the night, Liz included the two men in the conferences she held with Hank and Jed. They had left the Llano River behind them and camped one night on the plain south of the Brazos River. Liz talked over plans that night with Hank and Jed and Lou's two men. By thunder, we've done wonders so far. By tomorrow night, we ought to be camped on the banks of the Brazos. Liz, I can't believe we've come this far without trouble. Right. In fact, I'm beginning to think we'll make Abilene without much loss. Then we'll be on our feet again. Yeah, that's right, Jed, we will. But I got all the information I could before I started this here drive. Chisholm ran into trouble on this plane some miles from here. What kind of trouble? A big buffalo herd stampeded the cattle. He lost close to 500 head. Now, we'll swing a little more to the left, toward the hills tomorrow, to avoid any buffalo herds that might be on the plains. Our scouting party reported a large herd a few miles east of here. You sure are smart, Liz. You handle things like an old hand at the game. Hey, got to hand it to you, ma'am. I reckon you'll get the cash to pay off their mortgages in plenty of time. That's right. Lou Pickens will be glad he gave you the chance, I think. That's right, Jake. Well, I reckon you won't mind if Tex and I turn in now, hmm? No, Jake, go right ahead. In fact, I reckon we'd better all turn in so as to be ready to be on the go at dawn. Well... See you all in the morning, boys. Good night, man. Outside of a few cowpokes who were riding herd on the cattle, the rest of the men and Liz rolled in their blankets for the night. After the others were asleep, Tex cautiously arose and made his way to a grove of trees where the horses were tethered for the night. Mounting his horse, he moved at a leisurely pace over a low hill behind the camp, then spurred his bronc into a gallop. Get him! Get up! In spite of his caution, Tex had been seen leaving the camp. The Lone Ranger and Tonto, watching from a secluded spot, saw the horseman gallop away. Tonto, you better follow that man. He's riding back into the hills and away from the camp and the herd. Ah, me not savvy why him do that. Easy, Scott, easy, Scott. The Lone Ranger and Tonto were careful not to be seen as they trailed Tex on his secret mission. Finally, they saw him ride into a hollow. They drew rain. Oh, 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 o
Better go on foot, Tonto. The moon's bright, and we can see that he didn't come up the other side of that hollow. That's right. The masked man and Indian moved forward until they were able to peer down into the hollow. They saw Tex talking to several men who were camped there. We can't get close enough to hear what they're saying. Who do you think him talk to, Kimosabe? I don't have any idea. But evidently, he didn't want the others to know he was going to meet them. Look, and get on horse again. Let's get back to Sylvan's car. Uh-huh. We'll let him go back to the camp and keep an eye on the strangers camped in the hollow. And lead the horses over to where we can see them. I'm riding back to camp now? Yes. Let's go watch the men he talked to. Come along. Come, 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 come. For a short time, the Lone Ranger and Toto watched the men in the hollow. Then they saw the mount and circle to the east. All right, let's go, Toto. Easy, sir. Easy, Count. Easy, brother. Because of the bright moonlight, the Lone Ranger and Toto had allowed the small group of horsemen to stay quite a long distance ahead of them. After an hour or more of riding, they saw a large herd of buffalo on the plain and noticed that the group of horsemen had ridden around the herd. Suddenly, they heard distant shots and yells. Oh, silver, oh, oh, Hello, those men are trying to stampede the buffalo herd toward the cattle in the camp. That's right. And look, Kimasabi, buffalo beginning to stampede. Yes, and they're heading west. They'll stampede the cattle and overrun the camp. Grab your guns. We'll head toward the leaders of the herd and try to turn them north. All right, let's hurry. At the camp, Liz Jenkins heard the thunder of the distant buffalo herd as soon as the guards did. She quickly aroused all the men. Get up, everybody. Something's happening. Ride herd on the cattle. Try to turn that herd of buffalo coming. Hurriedly, the men mounted. They could see the dark wave of the buffalo herd rushing across the plains. And in the bright moonlight, they could see two figures, one on a white horse, yipping and shooting as they raced at an angle toward the leaders of the herd. Gradually, the buffalo turned, heading north away from the uneasy milling cattle. And for the time being, the cattlemen gave all their efforts to calming the longhorns. Finally, the danger was passed, and Liz reigned to a stop before Hank and Jed near the blazing campfire. Oh, oh there, oh, steady. By thunder, that was a close shave. Somebody started them buffalo stampeding, Liz. Yep, I know that. And I got a look at the hombres who did. For some reason, they didn't figure just right. And for all their shooting and yipping, they scared that buffalo herd into turning away from us. But from now on, boys, keep your guns handy. And when you see a masked hombre on a white horse and an Indian on a paint, shoot him on sight. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger adventure. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments.
Now to continue. The drive moved onward past the Red River into Indian territory without further mishap. One day, while riding south of the Cimarron River, some distance behind the cattle drive, Toto pointed to distant hills ahead and spoke. Look, Kimasabi. We see Indian smoke signals from hilltops far ahead. The cattlemen must not have noticed them, Toto. That's right. Them go to valley that lead to river, and that's not good. The leaders of the drive have to be warned, Toto. Indians attack them in that valley, they won't have a chance. That's right. We'll ride off to the side and get ahead of the herd to make sure there is danger. If so, we'll turn back and warn them. Meantime, Jake and Tex had managed to slip away from the cattlemen one by one. Then, meeting on a trail in the hills, they rode forward at a fast pace until they saw Lou Peckin's renegade Indian helper breed waiting at a cross trail. They pulled to a stop. Oh, 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 Where's Lou, Breed? Him at village of Chief Wolfclaw, back in hills short way. Him wait there till Indian make raid. Him say you come, not stay with herd longer. That's why we slipped away. We don't want to get caught in that ambush with the others. Now me take you to work. Wait. Me see riders go along trail on side of the hill. What? Where? I don't see him. Hey, by Kelly, Breed's right, Jake. Hmm? Look through the trees of that hill yonder. See him riding along the trail there, two of them. Ah. Them not see us here in grove of trees. Them ride white horse and paint. One wear mask, him pale face. One on paint, him Indian. By thunderchecks. Those are the same two hombres that messed up our plan to stampede the buffalo herd into camp that time. Yeah, that's right, Jake. I remember Liz saying she saw a masked hombre and an Indian. Now look, Freed. Any way we can get close enough to ambush him, maybe capture him. They're too far away here. Ah. Me no cross trail to other hill. We ride on further, then go cross, head him off. Let's get going. Right. Get up. Come on, get him. Get him. The Lone Ranger and Toto, not knowing they had been seen, rode along looking for signs that would indicate the presence of Indians. A short time later, as they approached a group of boulders along the trail, the great horse Silver suddenly broke his pace and stopped about as if to turn. He shook his head and whinnied. Easy, Silver. Steady. Otto, Silver senses danger. Ah. Maybe better we not go closer to boulders. Make for the arroyo quick. Come on, Silver. Come on, scout. Moving quickly, the two men headed into an arroyo along the side of the trail, just as other shots rang out from behind the boulders a short distance ahead. Oh, Silver. Oh, Easy, Scout. Easy. There are Indians around in these hills. Those shots will bring them here, Tonto. We'll have to settle this quickly and leave as soon as we can. That's right. Me think there may be two, three behind boulders. Maybe Indians. Could be. But I have an idea it might be some of the men who started that buffalo stampede. The Lone Ranger and Toto withheld their fire as they cautiously looked over the edge of the arroyo toward the boulders a short distance up and across the trail. Suddenly, Silver, standing in the arroyo behind them, whinnied another warning. But as the Lone Ranger and Toto turned to see what new danger might threaten, they saw Breed, who had circled through the woods and had come behind them, standing with leveled gun. Breed already had the drop on them, and they both instinctively raised their hands. You drop guns? You drop them quick! Toto's keen eyes watched closely for a signal as the Lone Ranger hesitated a minute. Then the masked man spoke. Better do as he says, Toto. Uh-huh. Though Toto knew the Lone Ranger had a motive for obeying Breed's order, he also knew anything might happen, and he watched every expression on his masked friend's face. The great horse Silver also watched his master closely. 
half-breed had come into the arroyo and stood facing the Lone Ranger and Toto, but paying no attention to the white stallion just behind him. Suddenly, the masked man whistled. The great stallion sprang forward, knocking Breed sprawling. At the same time, the Lone Ranger and Toto reached down and grabbed their guns. Toto covered Breed, and the masked man swung around as Jake and Tex rode toward the edge of the arroyo. The Lone Ranger's guns blazed. The Lone Ranger had purposely wounded only one of the men, letting all other bullets go over their heads. As Tex rode down the trail, the masked man turned to Toto, saying, Pick up the Union's gun, Toto, then go bring the wounded man here. Uh, that gun? Now me get other fellow. As Toto went over the edge of the arroyo, the Lone Ranger turned and walked toward Breed, who had risen and stood watching like a trapped animal. Suddenly, the masked man purposely tripped over a rock. Like a shot, Breed ran across the arroyo and, leaping from one side to the other like a fleeing deer, disappeared through the woods as the Lone Ranger threw a few random shots after him. Take him long to move, huh, Silver? Here. Here, fella. Get wounded. Him get bullet in shoulder. It's not bad. Look, I... Shut up, you. Hello, we'll fix his wound, then we'll take him with us to warn the ranchers. I let the Indian escape for a purpose. Also the other man. All right, let's get busy. We haven't time to lose. The Lone Ranger and Tonto quickly bound Jake's injured shoulder... Then tying him to his horse, they took him along as they rode back to meet the herd. Meanwhile, the drive slowly headed northward toward the valley leading to the Cimarron River. Liz Jenkins rode point in front of the herd with Hank and Jed. Hank, it won't be long till we cross the Cimarron. After that, it shouldn't take us too long to reach the Kansas line. That's right, Liz. We still got a lot of ground to cover before we get to Abilene. Hey, look, riding across the plains from the foothills. Looks like three hombres. Yeah. Heading right for us, too. Let's pull off out of the way of the herd and see what those armies are coming here for. Get up there. Get up. Get up. Get up. Let's stop here and wait. Oh, 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 there. Great day. It's the masked man and the Indian. They're leading the third horse, though some armories in the saddle. Get your guns handy. We'll question those hombres and settle with them later for what they tried to do. Breach, both of you, we got you covered. Hey, that's Jake they got there tied to his horse. Yeah, I thought Jake was back helping drive the herd. Well, easy seeing he wasn't. Jake, what's the meaning of this? I'll do the talking now. You can question Jake later. We've come to warn you to stop the drive. Don't enter the valley to the river, or you'll head into an ambush. Now, see here, masked man, if you came here to threaten now, listen us... A minute. No, you listen. We haven't forgot that you and that Indian stampeded a buffalo herd and tried to head them our way. Ask Jake about that later. You may believe it or not, but actually my Indian friend and I did what we could to turn the buffalo herd away from your camp and the cattle. By golly, if what you say is the truth, Why I'm... should Tun and I risk our lives to come and warn you? The fact that this man Jake was up in the hills proves he's been spying for someone. That's right, Liz. I, for one, am willing to trust this masked hombre. Well, I can't savvy his reasons for trailing us hundreds of miles just to help us like he says he did, but... Because if you ranchers get through with your cattle, it will prove others besides Chisholm can do it. You and a great many more whom the Southwest needs will stay and build a big future here. That's my reason, Mrs. Jenkins. Mm. Why should a masked man... Hey, I'm beginning to get it now. I've heard of a masked man who helps folks and who fights lawbreakers. I've heard he rides a white horse. Have and... you heard that he uses bullets like this? It's silver? Yes. Then you are the Lone Ranger. The Lone Ranger? 
Holy smoke, if that's who you are, I'm willing to do anything you say. Same here. You got any suggestions? Yes, I have. Now, listen carefully. The Lone Ranger told what had happened and carefully outlined a plan of action. Tonto left to trail Breed. Then later, Tonto met the group and reported that there were some white men with the Indian chief, Wolfclaw. But there seemed to be no braves at all at the village. The ranchers immediately set out in the direction of the Indian village. Meantime, in front of Wolfclaw's wigwam, Lou Pickens, who had followed the entire drive with a few of his henchmen, stood with Texan Breed discussing events with the Indian chief. I'm not sure, Lou, that those hombres that got Jake know about you following the drive. Too bad Jake let those two alahoots get him. You both should have let well enough alone, Tex. We have enough to do planning the valley ambush. Uh, Jake will have to look after himself. I reckon the masked man and the Indian were just roaming through the country. You don't mix in with our plans, Danny. Ah, them not smart breed get way easy. Forget them for the moment. Uh, Chief, I reckon the herd ought to be getting fairly close to the valley. Are your braves ready? Uh, many braves wait over in valley. Them send message when herd come to valley. Then Chief Wolfcroft take you to Hilltop to watch. Oh, Kelly, there's nobody left in the village but us. The three gun slicks you brought with you and Breed, Lou. Every available brave's waiting in ambush. I know. The three gun slicks are sleeping in that wigwam over there. You better wake them up. Tell them we'll be moving over to the valley soon to watch the excitement. All right. The group in front of the chief's wigwam stared in momentary amazement as the rancher's men rode in from all sides. Tex gave voice to a yell. Hey, there's that mask, hombre. And Miss Jenkins and the others are with him. Let him have it. Here it goes. Within a short time, Chief Wolfclaw, with Lou Pickens and his men, stood in a dejected group, prisoners of the Lone Ranger and the ranchers. I thunder the masked man was right. And to think Lou Pickens is the one who tried to make us fail. Yeah, he hoped to get our land. We'll take these men and the chief back with us to your camp, Liz. Chief Wolfclaw will send a message by Breed to his braves in the valley. He'll be held as hostage until the herd is driven across the border into Kansas. Let's go. The Lone Ranger's plan worked out, and the cattle drive moved safely into Kansas, where the chief was released. Finally, after many more days, the drive reached Abilene, and arrangements were made for the sale of the cattle. In a meeting of all the men as they prepared to return home, Liz was saying, Men, men, we made it. And that means others will follow. Now we'll take Lou Pickens and his men with us and give them over to the law like our friend the masked man said to do. If it hadn't been for him and that Indian tunnel, maybe we'd all be dead by this time. By thunder, I'm proud to say I live in the country where we have hombres like them too. Yeah. I reckon all us ranchers in the Southwest Territory will be just as proud as you, Jed. <laughs> I bet Lou Pickens will be mighty sorry. Why, he never would have tried to do what he did if he'd known he'd meet up with the Lone Ranger.
This is a feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated, created by George W. Trendle, produced by Trendle Campbell Enterprises, directed by Charles D. Livingston, and edited by Fran Stryker. The part of the Lone Ranger is played by Brace B.